is going on, everybody? How are you guys doing today? Or I guess tonight, right? You know what it is. This is the end of the day. It is the Monday Night Live stream coming from you right here in front of your computer, my computer, your phone. Sarah Sage, what's going on? It says, I'm new here. Hi, Sarah. Where are you from, my friend? Where are you from? I need to go ahead and get the message to the new creation capital cronies, the cronies group, and let them know that we are live now. Let me go ahead and copy that, paste it. Boom. Let people know that we are live and getting ready to go. It is normally Monday night, you know, as, as I like to do as the candle closes. Um, on our on our Monday night close, I like to bring up and we can watch that candle close. Man, looks like we are having a bearish day. It's almost a full body here, but we did not stop the top or the bottom. Today, we're going to get a little dog diggity because, you know, this is your boy Christian Israel and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is a place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is your one-stop shop. For anything Christ and crypto. So you know it's a new you, a new future, and a new creation, guys. You understand when I say Christ and crypto, that's what we do on our live streams, Monday nights, Thursday nights, Friday mornings, and anytime I decide to pop up when things are going crazy. So we got about 55 seconds more until the daily candle close. And man, you guys probably thought it was going up, up, and up. And no, it did not. We had some nice little up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down pattern. And now it's been up. It was Friday up, Saturday up, Sunday up, and now Monday down. So it's good. It's just, all those are mainly hammer candles-ish, a little doji, a little handler, not so much a shooting star, which is good for us. But if you're someone who is trading Bitcoin, you're bored. I'm bored. I day trade it. I'm bored. And I keep missing the little $100 moves, which can make some money. But besides that, our money has been in the altcoins, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight we're going to hit up the altcoin section tonight and as this candle closes i want to welcome you guys in here if you have haven't liked and subscribed already please do hit that like subscribe share button like sarah who is brand new from la what's up man i used to live in la sarah uh like those you lived in la like sarah go ahead and join the new creation capital cronies group it's our telegram group below hit me up there join us we have about a hundred let me look. I'll look right now. We have 121 members right now there. 121 members. And then we also have a separate trading group that has 32 members in it. And we talk strictly all types of trading there. So tonight, what we are going to talk about is Sharia law has opened up to crypto trading. Now, and what does that actually mean? And who are they going to use? So I have uh, an article here that we're going to talk about. And that's what I'm looking into. So in the meantime, there you go. We closed at 91.63. Let me make sure I have that. Let me check my bars to make sure. Yep, we closed exactly at 91.63 according to Kraken and other ones. Everything is really, really starting to tighten, guys. So I hope you guys are ready for what is in. If I take a zoom out and go to the three-day here, you can see. And this is my. this is all craziness here when I zoom out. If hey, I saw someone was driving, who, who was driving there? Someone was driving. Uh, Alex, you're driving, so don't look at the screen right now because it's going to look like a crazy trip from the 60s. This is my, these are my charts galore here. Everything is moving and shaking. But we see that 
we are still on this downtrend right here. This is the Fibonacci box, and we're working our way. I just want you to see that. We're working our way right down it, right, right down it. And if I flip to another one here, you can see we are still in between here on our daily moving averages under our 50 moving average as well inside here. So we are working and shaking on our MACD, guys, just to give you a heads up. We're, we broke, but we still bounced right off of that. So there's some tight things here. So tonight's topic is going to be a little crazy. Make sure you hit that like button for me. Um, Peter Chung, what's going on, my friend? It's good to see you too. It's good to see you too. We will let people uh, get into the chat, get into the chat and see what is going on. Oh, let me turn, let me turn that down. Alex says he is driving. So that is good. So tonight we're going to jump in. I'm going to keep this nice and short, uh, with you guys. Not too long because I want to talk about what is going on. But first, you know what I want to play for you? I want to play this for you. I'm going to play a couple of things for you because this all goes into what we have been talking about. So first, let me play this for you. Here we go. They're now immediate and must be dealt with. So he says, "You." this, by the way, is Robert Emanuel, one of the most crooked politicians in the state of Illinois. And that's, you got, you still got Robert Manikin. Uh, you got, who's the guy who said Obama's seat was a golden goose? Rob Blagojevich, right? So you, Illinois is just like crooked, crooked city. Kind of like our state, like like California and New York. Democratic states are just straight up crooked. Right. And I have lived in Illinois. I have lived in California. I've never lived in New York. And I'm just not one who ever wants to live in New York. Uh, to me, it's just not my type of city. I like a more chill city. Um, New York's a little too a little too uh, upbeat for me, man. So I want to play that for you because it says never let a crisis go to waste. Audio is off. You couldn't hear that here. Let me try again. Let me try again. I'm gonna try that one more time. Here we go. Hold on. That's weird. I wonder why that's not playing. If I turn both of these on, the is the audio going to work? That's this what is I want to figure out. What used to be long-term problems, be they in the healthcare area, energy, by that it's an you never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. I think America as a whole in 1973 and 1974, not just my view, but obviously the administration, missed the opportunity to deal with the energy crisis that was before us. For a long time, our entire energy policy came down to cheap oil. This is an opportunity, what used to be long-term problems, be they in the healthcare area, energy area, education area, fiscal area, 
tax area, regulatory reform area, things that we had postponed for too long that were long-term are now immediate and must be dealt with. I knew I'd figure it out eventually. So <laughs> thank you guys for your help. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, so basically, Robert Emanuel, as I've already said, one of the most crooked politicians ever. I think that he is in, was he in the Clinton administration and the Obama administration? I'm not sure, but I know he was a politician here in Illinois. He was a mayor, uh, which is, I mean, I actually rather have him than more, Mayor, what is it? Uh, Lori Lightfoot, which I think is just, oh man, uh, she she wants thousands of people in protesting, but she doesn't want people worshiping in church. We're going to get into that today, man, because yeah, we're going to talk about Christ and crypto today, but I'm going to play some clips for you. So that's one clip. And now I'm going to play this clip by Joe Biden, which just blew me away today when I heard it. It literally just you. blew me I away. Love for all you. So I, I want you to listen to this. So it says, this is my tweet to you. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he is the number one reason you don't want. Here is the number one reason you don't want Biden as your president. He has verbally stated out loud he doesn't want Bibles being taught in school. But here's what he has to say about something else. Thank you enough for all you've done so far. And that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people don't realize is one of my avocation is theology. Don't realize is that we, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic beliefs. Thank you. First off, he is dead wrong. We all don't have the same belief. All these religions don't have the same belief. They have a direct contradiction to what Jesus says, who is, says, I am the only way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. Zero. So when Biden, I'm going to play it one more time for you. Enough for all you've done so far, and that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people don't realize is one of my avocation is theology. Don't realize is that we, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic belief. Thank you. Wrong. Wrong. Because if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you 100% know what the Bible says abortion is wrong. All these other uh, beliefs all, are okay with abortion. That's the craziest thing about me. And so is Joe Biden. So Joe Biden says, let's do the confessional faiths, right? Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> like, I think, I think they're starting to really show their cards, guys. And this is what I say right now. If you are truly a believer in Jesus Christ, you do not want the Democrats in office. They want you protesting, but they don't even want you singing in church. In California, I think it is Governor Newsom, right? said, we don't want you praising in church, but it's okay to go out and protest. In fact, we're going to charge you with a hate crime if you paint over Black Lives Matter. This is important. You know what? And people can call me stubborn. People can call me stuck up. People can call me whatever they want in the book. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
I will fight to the day I die that Jesus Christ is number one. Number one, I will fight to the day I die. There is nothing I believe stronger in my heart is that Jesus Christ is number one. And give it a like if you agree with that. Hit it three times if you really agree with that, right? These guys are starting to really, really show themselves. And not to mention, not to mention, oh boy, Catholic priests who are okay with abortion, Catholic governors, and the governor of New York, or what was it? Some, somebody in New York, maybe before Cuomo, uh, or whoever the governor is now. But I remember somebody there, I think it's New York, or in the, the Northeast, who said he was Catholic, was okay with abortions. I'm just going to put that out there. Again, this is where you come for Christ and crypto. I am not going to hold back from what it is, because what we are talking about today is something bigger than I think we truly understand, right? So if you guys follow me here often, I have spoken about on my Christ and Crypto live stream. I think we got to go all the way back to, uh, to two months ago specifically. To two months ago specifically, I talked about Stellar Lumen. I talked about... Um, uh, let's see here. Where is it at specifically? Where did I talk about this at? We're going to find it. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. I think it was like episode 50. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here after 51. Christ and Crypto live stream. I talked about United Nations and Lucius Trust. Connecting the dots. And I walked it all the way to United Nations, Stellar, uh, United Nations, Lucius Trust, to IBM, to Stellar Lumen. Okay. To Stellar Lumen. Stellar Lumen, XLM as the world currency. Okay? Now, those who believe those who know me know that I 100 percent say XRP is going to be the bridge currency. And I think people get this confused. Here's why. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit my profile here, and I'm gonna play this other video for you that has gotten some crazy, crazy, crazy views. I posted it three days ago. And so far, it's got 1,000 likes, 604 retweets, 74 comments, and 65,000 views. So what it is, is I said, I can't believe my ears, at Bloomberg Markets, just put this video presented by the CME Group. For those who don't know, the CME Group, by the way, is an investor in Ripple Labs, out saying that a digital asset could be backed by gold as a rural reserve currency, as a replacement to the dollar. I'm going to play this for you real quick. And then we're going to continue because things are happening. Things are happening. Confidence in the U.S. government and the political system in the U.S. is one of the keys. And gold doesn't have that issue of a loss of confidence. But what it does have is a problem with transportability. That's why it's more likely that a currency backed in gold or even a digital asset backed in physical gold could potentially replace the dollar much more easily than the actual physical bar of gold could. One more time, listen again. With central bank stimulus weakening the dollar and gold being only about $100 short of its all-time high, a question has started to arise, can gold replace the US dollar as the world's reserve currency? The dollar has enjoyed this status for decades, but since it detached itself from the gold standard in 1971, it's essentially consistently weakened on a macro level. Confidence in the U.S. government and the political system in the U.S. is one of the keys, and gold doesn't have that issue of a loss of confidence. 
but what it does have is a problem with transportability. That's why it's more likely that a currency backed in gold or even a digital asset backed in physical gold could potentially replace the dollar much more easily than the actual physical bar of gold could. I hit the unmute button like three times there. So that is that is a pretty big deal there for them to say, for them to start to put that narrative out there. Now, you know, if you're XRP community, how important that is. But here's what's more important. There's an asset backed by gold, and then there's a bridge currency moving all the gold. There is a difference. There is a difference. And that's what we're going to dive into today, okay? So XRP is not going to be a world reserve currency. I stated that a long time ago. Go watch my Christ in Crypto live streams, man. Go all the way back about two months ago. I break it down. I literally walk you through everything. And they're like two-hour live streams, man. But they are deep diving, and that's what I walk you through. So... Stellar Lumen, however, I believe will be the number one currency in the world as far as what moves money, right? But then you're going to have the bridge currency, which moves everything behind the scenes. But what's going to actually be a digital currency and, and like, like a dollar is going to be Stellar Lumen. And this is why I tell people to have it. So here's an article that came out last week, and I've been trying to find the right day to do it. I didn't want to spend like 10 minute, like little episode on it. So I dedicate to this live stream. And here, Sharia law opens to crypto trading, but full adoption unlikely. Now, I find this interesting, right? Here's one thing that I find interesting. Sharia law, now, I am not Muslim, obviously. I'm not Muslim. Um, actually, I'm quite the opposite of Muslim. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Muslims believe Jesus Christ was a prophet. And if you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, then you are an infidel, period. Um, that is it. And according to the infidel, that means you... Worship pagan gods, and if you worship a pagan god, you deserve death. That is in the Quran. That is how they state it. I've looked that up multiple times before I made that statement. An infidel is somebody who does not believe in their god, according to the prophet Muhammad, right? So, what I find very interesting is like, if I was to take the Ten Commandments and say, all right, now we're going to add Eleventh Commandment here, specifically for crypto, crypto trading, that would be kind of weird to me. Specifically, that would be weird to me. Like, how can I change my religion or my religious beliefs or what a prophet said, you know, 1600 years ago, right? How can I change that to, to adapt to today? And this is something that came to me today before I talked about this. I heard someone speaking about the Bible in churches today and saying that worldly culture has invaded the church. Instead of the church invading worldly culture. And how deep is that? Like so far all the music now sounds like there's no difference between worldly music and, and, and Christian music today. There's no difference in the way some of the pastors have these $10,000 necklaces and watches on. Right? Like there is no difference today between a pop star and a worship star. People are, are doing that. And I, I saw someone today... Uh, the guy who used to be the head of uh, Skillet or Skrillex, Skillet, Skillet, maybe Skillet or Skrillex. I don't know. Anyway, a lead singer, big old beard. Um, I saw him today and he was talking about that. He's given his life over and he says, some of these people are worshiping the worship singers more than they worship Jesus. 
And I think that's what we get confused when you hear Joe Biden say, we're all one religion. I hate to say it. Jesus said, I came to bring a sword. I came to divide brother, sister, and mother for those who believe in me from those who don't believe in me. Guys, to be a believer in Jesus Christ means you are not part of the world. And if, and if, you, and if you listen to my podcast, I talk about this the last two weeks. Don't imitate evil and then humble yourself before the Lord. And I just feel like I want to make sure that I state out loud what we are talking about. Because this, how, how, how the law has changed here for Sharia law to open to crypto trading, right? The, the Jesus and the Bible doesn't open up to the things of the world. It's pretty simple. You don't change to the world. The world changes to you. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Let's, let's, again, these, I respect people's beliefs doesn't make it correct. I'm going to state that. And this is the issue. We're such in a place that's so politically correct now. I have a Quran here. I've read the Quran. In fact, the Quran in one of the series say Jesus had no sin. In fact, they believe Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. But when it comes to him deifying himself, all of a sudden he's a lie. So here's my thing. If Jesus is a prophet, according to the Quran and to the prophet Muhammad, if Jesus is a prophet, why would he say that he is the son of God? So if he says he's the son of God, that means either he's a liar and crazy or he's the son of God. But he can't be a prophet if he's not the son of God. I mean, that's strict logic there. You can't say, well, Jesus actually said he... You know, that wasn't Jesus on the cross. He actually did not die on that cross. It was somebody else. The devil put somebody else on the cross. It looked like him, and then he walked around. That's literally what they say. So basically, Jesus was a prophet, but half the things he said was a lie, according to the other beliefs and religions. The only, the only thing that separates Christian from everybody else, or actually a follower of Jesus from everybody else, or a believer in Jesus, is Jesus straight up said, I am he, and he is me. When you see me, you see the Father. No one gets to heaven except through me. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And then the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Right there in the scripture said, God, Jesus is God, and he came in the flesh and dwelt among us. That's the, what's the, that is the story of the Bible from start to finish about human relationship with God and Jesus from Genesis 3.15 all the way to Revelations. When he comes with the sword in his mouth. And he reigns for a thousand years and then gets rid of the Antichrist and the beast and throws them into the second fire. The Bible is all about Jesus. So any religion who said Jesus is not the son of God, by definition is Antichrist. By definition. Right? Just like by definition in Sharia law, if you don't believe and the prophet Muhammad's God, Allah, as the only God that Jesus is not the son of God, then you are an infidel, right? These are clear-cut definitions in scripture or in the Quran and the Suri, right? An imam will tell you this or a khalifa will tell you this. The definition of an infidel, okay, doesn't technically say it's a Christian, but it says if you don't believe in a one God, true God, and that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God, and that praise be to Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad, right? When they say "Assalamu alaikum," that means peace be with you, salam salam, and also and peace unto you as well, right? They say it's a religion of peace. 
But in their thing, which kind of like our Old Testament, it was the Old Testament was full of war. And so I under I get that and I understand it. But a religion of peace is what they go by. And I'm going to connect these dots here because now you have all these people saying, let's be one religion. Let's just be one at peace. Right? Something that sounds good to you. Let's just put all these deities away and make us all one deity. I mean, that come, that came right out of the Pope's mouth, to be honest with you. The Pope, the Catholic Church, who says we are, that Pope literally in their doctrine says the Pope is a representative God on earth. Sorry, that's blasphemy. That's blasphemous beyond everything. <laughs> right? But he also, with the United Nations, has stated, let all us be one. Same here. Same with Joe Biden. There's no difference. So how am I connecting all these dots? Why did I just go on that rant? Because specifically in this article, Stellar Network is mentioned. Even though, and mo I'm going to read this to you now. It says here, even though, oops, let me take that off before this all moves around. It says, uh, now I'm going to reload. Even though most Western countries today, matters related to religion and money have been independent on one another. However, in Islam, especially those following the Sharia code of ethics, the two are intertwined inextricably. Also, in the past, there have been serious efforts to introduce crypto within the world of Sharia-based co uh, cooperative finance, such as the Stellar Network and Hala Chain. By and large, this market is still quite nascent and not as mature as many from within the region would like it to be. Now, for many years, we've gone to war in uh, Muslim-based countries over oil, which has been money to them. Now, again, I don't know if oil is in the Quran, but that is a form of money. So what's any different than crypto? Right? I mean, the Quran says uh, that God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. I don't think it's Jacob. I think it's Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. Someone that can write me in the chat can absolutely correct me. If I'm wrong about anything I say, please write in the chat and please correct me because I want to make sure that we are on the same page. They say that, so the Bible says God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I think the Quran says Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. Jacob and Esau were brothers. Now, you know, Jacob actually was born second, holding on to the hill of Esau. Esau was like a man. Jacob was kind of feminine. Right? But anyway, Jacob liked to cook, kind of like my son. And Esau liked to, to go out and hunt. Well, Esau sold, Esau sold his, his, uh, his blessing, his life blessing for a bowl of soup. Jacob has always been a manipulator. And then all the way down to manipulating his father, Isaac, to bless him, which Rachel, which Rachel helped with their mom. Right? So... All the way down, and then Esau thought Jacob thought he was going to kill Esau, and there's just been ever since then. Even when they buried Abraham, there's kind of just been this thing. Abraham is their, or Isaac. When they buried Isaac together, there's always been this thing. Well, Jacob got the blessing by battling with God for a night. He said, "We will no longer call you Jacob. We will call I will call you Israel because you have battled with both man and God." Right. So now you have this walkthrough where Israel has now become the people of God, Hebrew nation, okay? 
Abraham was told by God that he will bless him. He will give him as many people as the stars, as many uh, sand in the seashore, you know, the little sand particles. And that through Abraham's seed, he will bless all nations. Through Abraham's seed, he will bless all nations. So this is where we start to get slippy slippy, right? Because through Jacob, Isaac, you have the line of David. Through Esau, you have the line of Muhammad. Now, that's a little icky, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not God. I'm just showing you what's out there. So, what's happened is that those two will be at war the whole time. And if you continue to do your historical Bible study, we know that the nations that became from Esau, the Edomites, right? And continuing moving forward, they have been at war with Israel for 6,000 years. 5,000 years, 4,000 years, 3,000 years, whatever. A really long time. And it's no different today. In fact, Jerusalem is the most of holy grounds. Now, I have issues with certain things because there is a black cube with the Islamic faith that they walk around during, um, uh, what's the, uh, someone help me if you can, if you can do it. The month, oh man, I remember I have a lot of, I do have a lot of friends that are Muslim and we've had these discussions. Um, and I cannot remember the month of fasting. I can't remember. Anyway, they walk around this black cube that happens to find itself at a lot of places. Anyway, that's where they say the prophet Muhammad ascended. Now, for him to ascend, which means he would have to be alive, but in the Khalifa's writings, which are the writers of Islamic faith that passed kind of down, they say he was put Ramadan. Thank you, Peter. Ramadan. I, there it is, Ramadan. During Ramadan, they walk around this black cube which if you look at a little different sites all around the world, even in D.C., even in New York, they have this black cube that is kind of about Saturn. And Saturn specifically refers to, now I'm not saying, I'm not saying that if you are a Muslim, you are worshiping Satan. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the parallels to people who are believers in the God Baal and other things, they walk around and deal with the same type of cube. So there's some manipulation there, and I'm not saying you are. In fact, if you, a lot of Muslims right now are coming to Jesus Christ in droves, which Christ said in the end of days, I will, men will dream dreams, old men will see visions, and people will come to me, right? When I pour my spirit on out. And there's a lot of Muslims right now who are coming to Christ. There are a lot of people that say, uh, if you haven't read Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus uh, by Koresh Nadish, go see it. I will, I will talk about that sometime. It's one of the books that changed my life. Um, Anyway, they're coming to Mastro's. Jesus will call people to him. Anyway, so when we're talking about Saturn and Satan, right, you have this connection to Stellar Lumen. Okay, why one, Stellar Lumen looks like Saturn. The logo does. I mean, I hear, there, there's the logo right there, bottom, middle, right above capital. You can see the logo. That literally is a representation of Saturn. Now, we've dug into this Stellar Lumen uh, star lights. Right, Satan adversary uh, is uh, the bringer or disguise himself as an angel of light. Also, um, anything God truly does, Satan tries to mimic and mock. Right, mimic and mock, but don't tell the whole truth. 
And so I believe I I've been, I spent a lot of time in Istanbul, a lot of time in Azerbaijan. I spent a lot of like before I was a believer, a lot of time in Islamic countries, Muslim-based countries. I have a lot of brothers and sisters that believe 100% in their God. Allah, right? They believe it's the same God. And a lot of the things they do are in the Bible or in the scriptures. But the issue is Jesus Christ. Now, the scriptures also state towards the end in the Bible that in the end times, they will be able to try to Choose what you buy and sell without their approval. In order to do that, this was written 2,000 years ago, you need to be digital. And so I do believe the largest religion by percentage is Islam. And so for them to open up to digital finance, to Stellar, I know we know that they're starting to work with Ripple. We know this. But this is a big deal. This is a big deal as far as moving towards a one world currency. Now, I find this interesting because this happened a week ago. A week ago. And then today. Thank you. Enough for all you've done so far. And that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important. I wish I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. Again, one week later, Joe Biden's here talking about, let's learn more about the Islamic faith, which says Jesus Christ is not the son of God. In fact, for you guys that don't know, in Miami, in Miami, yesterday or two days ago, they ripped down, they ripped down the statue of Jesus and cut off his head. They cut off the head of Jesus Christ in Miami. Can you believe it? And now Joe Biden, I'm playing for you again because it just blew my mind. Thank you enough for all you've done so far. And that's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one now, what I'm confused about here specifically is he wants to learn about the Islamic faith and then all the great confessional faiths. You know the one faith that's not confessional? Being a believer in Jesus Christ. There's only one person who can forgive your sins, and he already paid that sacrifice for you, and that's Jesus. You don't go to a human and confess if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. You don't live in shame if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. You don't live in fear if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. In fact, we're all created equal under the eyes of Jesus Christ. In fact, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, he meets you where your sin is. Right smack in the middle. Whatever your sin is, lust, anger, pride, blasphemy, whatever it may be, he will meet you there. These confessional faiths? No. No. They tell you that you can earn your way into heaven. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, you cannot earn your way into heaven. No, no matter how much money we make doing these investments, you cannot earn your way into heaven. You can't. You can't.
How are you guys feeling, by the way? I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up because every day I'm seeing things closer and closer to that time. I mean, here in the scripture, right here in scripture, this is in Revelations 18. I'm sorry, we're going to read Revelation 17. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purses by agreeing to hand over the beasts to their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw in the great city and that rules over the kingdoms of the earth. You know what I want you guys to look up? I want you to go into Revelation 17 and look up verse 9. It starts like this. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads and seven hills are which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is. The other has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for only a little while. The beast who was once was and now is not is the eighth king. He belongs to the seventh and is going to his destruction. That person exists right now. Look for the place called the seven hills. Look for the place that was now that also has a king that sits on seven hills. Where since they became kings, the fifth one fell and the seventh one has been was never actually made a real king he just made himself the king and now people have called for his resignation this guy exists right now i'm going to do a whole podcast on this i might even i think i'm gonna buy a new computer and i'm going to actually put a whole movie together specifically about babylon the prostitute and the beast Guys, I think it's so time for us to stand up because right now, the, the, the religion, the belief system, the politicians who are making progress are the ones fighting for it. And we have to stand up and fight for Jesus. Right here, if you vote for this man. For thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish... I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people... That man, that man wants churches, specifically churches that believe in Jesus Christ, not to operate. They don't want... He doesn't want them. He wants... Islam in the schools. In fact, they've out they've outlawed the Bible in schools. T teachers get fired for talking about the most revered history book, the Bible. If we don't even if we even don't believe in the Bible, it is still the number one book ever to exist, and you can't talk about it in American schools anymore. You can't. In fact, Satanists. Want to put on the money in Satan we trust. If they can put in God we trust. And you know what? It's actually a real conversation right now. Satan doesn't care if you worship Satan. He just doesn't want you to worship God. 
So as we are an investment channel, guys, you need to focus on what's more important. Yes, I'm, we're going to talk about money. Yes, Stellar Lumen is going to make you a lot of money. But where your treasures are, so is your heart. Where your treasures are, so is your heart. If your treasures are stored in heaven, so is your heart. If your treasures are stored with money, you will be burning in hell. That's not me. That The scripture says that clear as day. Jesus talks about hell a lot. So those who don't believe in hell but believe in heaven, if heaven exists, don't you think a hell exists? If evil exists, that means good exists. And if good exists, then evil exists. Who created the definition of good and evil? How do we know what actually good and evil is, is without a standard? And the standard is God. And the standard is Jesus. So as we look here, seeing that there's a whole long article. It says the Muslim world, world should get ready. They're literally pitching to the Muslim world to do crypto. You think we'll ever see a, a thing here? Hey, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you should trade tr crypto. Why does everyone keep targeting? Because this is the faith. This is the one faith in America that you're allowed to be. You're allowed to be a Muslim. But you're not allowed to be a believer in Jesus. Now, what do I mean by that? What if I told you a lot of the people are mad at all these statues that quote unquote George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, um, some of those guys all who, who own slaves. Burn down the statues, break them down. Well, what if I told you the Prophet Muhammad owned slaves? But they wouldn't take down his. They won't take down his statue because it's not about slavery. It's about ripping anything Christian roots down right now. Anything. Anything, guys. This is why I'm curious. Why would a religion, Sharia law, open to crypto trading? Are you telling me there are Muslims that don't work in the stock market? Are you telling me there are Muslims who don't work in banks? Are you telling me there are Muslims that don't trade in gold? Are you telling me there are Muslims that don't trade commodities? Are you telling me there are Muslims that don't deal with money at all? What is the point of this article? It's to look at, look how nice Sharia law is. Now, I'm not going to go into the real depths of Sharia law on here. But just in case you're curious, for all those stronghold feminists that love Muslim and Islam and hate Christian beliefs, you should find out what happens right now in Iran if a woman is caught 
being lustful with another man. Not the man, just the woman. And then find out how Jesus dealt with that position. How Jesus dealt with it versus how other religions deal with it. Now, I know in America, we're going to say everything's about me. But that's not how this works. It's all about Jesus to me. All about Jesus will always be about Jesus. And yeah, I still have a lot of faults. I'm still stubborn. I'm still headstrong. I'm still argumentative. I am. But why know one thing? Jesus is number one in my life and I have no issue saying that. In fact, I will die for that statement. How many of you will die for Jesus? Right now. Because Jesus says, for those who deny me in public, I will deny you in front of my father. Guys, we need to stand up. Stand up. If you do not stand up. Thank you enough for all this you've is done what so we're going to be at. That's for, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people don't realize is one of my avocation is theology. Don't realize is that we, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic beliefs. Thank you enough for all you've done so far. And that's for our fundamental basic belief. Wrong. We don't all believe the same thing because he just mixed up. We all come from the same place. And then he says we all believe. His statement is like most politicians, flipping it incorrectly. We all do come from one place. There is one creator. That is that is God Almighty, Jehovah Jair, Elohim, Yahweh. There's one God. And that one God in Genesis 3.15 told us he was going to send us Jesus Christ to defeat death and tears because our great, 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 Great ancestor Adam and Eve screwed that all up for us. We were walking in the cool of the day, butt naked with, with God, not worried about anything, no shame. And then the devil said, will you really die? The devil lied to us. The devil lies to us. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy and flip what God says to make it close enough. Close enough. Close enough. To make you think God is saying it. But no, that is why you have to open your Bible, guys. Don't just watch sermons. Don't just listen to me. I love all you who listen to my Sunday scriptures, right? I get down and down and down, down, down with it in there. I, I talk about the word. I don't hold back. And that's what we need. But what I what I beg of you, I beg of you guys, is that you open up your Bible yourself. Open it up yourself. Open it up yourself. Open it up yourself and then you'll know. For, uh, for thank you for taking the time for watching today. Look, one of the things I think is important, I wish, I wish we taught more in our schools about the Islamic faith. I wish we talked about all the great confessional faiths. It's one of the great confessional faiths. And what people don't realize is one of my avocation is theology. Don't realize is that we, we all come from the same root here in terms of our fundamental basic belief. Thank you. Incorrect. If you have a Bible and you read it, you know that that statement is blasphemy. 
you know that is an antichrist statement. I'm not saying Joe Biden is the antichrist, but he is a antichrist. Period. When you make a statement like that. That's why it says, therefore, rid you. This is 1 Peter uh, chapter 2. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, all hypocrisy, ember, and slander of every kind, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may know you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you've had tasted, the Lord is good. All the people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Guys, again, you know, this is the New Creation Capital Podcast. I'm telling you, this is the one-stop shop for everything Christ and crypto. Christ and crypto. Christ and crypto. This is also, I'm going to read you some more. I'm going to read you some more. First Peter seems to be talking to me. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11, it says here. Dear friends, and I'll probably leave it here actually. Dear friends, I urge you to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to push those who do wrong and to command those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Man. That's all I wanted to get out today, man. Sharia law opens to crypto trading. Stellar Lumen. Probably a world currency. XRP the bridge. They want to get rid of Christianity. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I'm looking for one more thing here. One more scripture, and then I'm going to let us go. We're going to let you go for the night. Some of you guys will turn on. There's no sports to turn on, so you're turn on something. Let's go to Galatians. Let's see here. Brian Burkett, confessional faith, what man believes he actually has the power to hand out forgiveness from God? Yep, I agree. Alex, thank you, Alex. I appreciate it, brother. Peter Chung, thanks, brother. I appreciate you too. Riz, 
Pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Ephesians 6, 18. Absolutely. Guys, I think Monday nights, it's Christ and crypto. I'll talk about crypto, but I'll probably just do Bible study on Monday nights. Do you guys like this? If I just mainly focus on the word on Monday night, I think I need some feedback there. I'm trying to figure out a day to do a Bible study. Um, I'd like to maybe do it. If you want to do Zoom chat, we can. If you like this where I can just talk to you guys, we can do that. Would you rather do a Zoom chat or would you rather me do live? I think that's what I want to know. I don't care if there's two of us. I'm going to do it because this is I enjoy talking about the Bible more than crypto. I'm thinking about creating a second channel that is strictly all talking about the Bible. That's it. I really think I'm going to. And I might connect it, and then you guys can join me on those live streams. I just don't know how I want to go about it yet. I need I need to pray about it, and I need some help. I need some help. But guys, just know that you guys are free in Christ. And this is what I'm going to leave you with. Let me go ahead and take Joe Biden's face off there. You are free in Christ. I need you to know that. Crypto, please. <laughs> hey, Sarah, on Thursday nights and Fridays, I do definitely do crypto for sure. So that's what every night of my channel is. Um, but Monday, I'm looking for one night a week that I want to do Bible. I think it's a good day to be a Monday. Thursday night and Friday, we'll stick strictly to the crypto. You know, I'm always a Christ person, but I'll focus more on that. But today, specifically because of what we were talking about, it fired me up. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. I appreciate you, Rose and Sarah and Riz and Alex and Peter and Brian and Chrome Crypto, my boy, uh, Tristan, even though you stopped by, thank you. Uh, e, appreciate you. Let's see who else here. Yep. So I'm going to leave you with this. Galatians chapter 5. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You are trying to be justified by law, have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts in faith is expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast yoke, a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I am confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the war, the war, the, the whole way and emasculate themselves. Paul basically told people who doesn't believe in Christ to go cut their junk off. Uh, <laughs> go the whole way. Paul, guys, the Bible is savage. The Bible is so savage in 2020 talk, man. 
If you don't read your Bible, it is crazy. It is not a book of rules. It is a book of getting to know the Lord Jesus Christ and all he has to offer us. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me tonight. I really do. Like, from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate you guys. Tomorrow, I'm going to drop some more knowledge of what's going on, uh, specifically with Bitcoin Cash and Light Litecoin. So look forward to that. If you guys need to get a chance to check out episode 115 about Player and VeChain, go check that out. But what I really want you to do is go check out my Sunday scriptures, man. That's why I created this. And I think I'm going to go and do another channel strip, strictly biblically uh, based. I think that's what my calling is coming to be. I like the Christ in crypto, but we're going to focus on Christ. Guys, guess what? That's the end of this live stream. That's the end of episode uh, 116. What do you guys think about Sharia law opening up to crypto trading? What do you guys think about my crazy craziness? What do you think about our Lord and Savior? Please like and subscribe. Hit that like button, guys. I appreciate all that you do. Till then, that's the end of this. This is your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the new Christian Capital, Life, uh, Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is your one-stop shop for everything Christ and crypto. This is a new you, a new future, and a new creation. Just remember, guys, God loves you. I love you. You are loved. And it's never too late. It's never too late. Until next time, guys, peace and love. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Later, guys.